0: Hey girl, you feel that? That's Boyfriend Material. This is episode 25, Remember the Titans from 2000. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. and this episode is brought to you by Wool. Oh, you mean Wool? No, that's Boyfriend Material. What is Wool in relation to uh, Remember
1: the Titans? Do you have a guess? Something about this football jersey? You would think, but no. In the Battle of Gettysburg, all the uniforms were made.
0: Okay, okay, okay. We were talking about this movie last night, as we were both watching, or you would watch it and I was watching it, and I don't yes. know that this is going to be a super long episode, just because Gosling's not in it a ton, But the we're not here to really great. talk about the movie itself.
1: And I'm sure that everyone has seen the movie.
0: I searched, you know, as my prep for this episode, I was searching for, you know, Mad Max on Letterboxd and the trailer yeah. on YouTube and everything, and... The trailer that we're going to watch toward the end says, Remember the Titans official trailer, and then the write-up is, We all know about this movie, don't need descriptions. Like, yeah, we all know what this is.
1: I was watching the movie yesterday. We were doing some barbecue stuffs. Zach was over, and I was like, oh, um, you know, football is about to start. It's going to start at 4. It was around 2. We had time to kill, right? And I was like, how about we watch uh, Remember the Titans before the football, like, before the game starts? You know, it'll pass the time, and I need to watch it for today anyways. And so we're, like, watching it, and Zach's, like, very quiet. And I was like, wait a minute, like, you're really watching this. Have you never seen this movie? And he's like, I don't think so.
0: I was saying to you last night that, like, I was what? surprised that we we talked last episode about how you and I both watched this so many times in school growing up so and just many having times. absorbed it. I was surprised last night by the fact that I have not watched this movie since I knew who Ryan Gosling was. So it's been like, <laughs> since <laughs> like probably 2008-ish, maybe?
1: Yeah, And I still
0: have like big chunks of this memorized. <laughs> I know. Not, like, by choice, just by, like, the fact that I watched this so much. So, I don't, that, I don't know, That, and man. it's memorable.
1: Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, very memorable parts to the movie. That's a testament to it, right? Like, left side, strong side. Like, you're going to remember that forever so but yes it was interesting watching it with zach that, that had never seen he didn't see the movie because he like didn't know like anything that was happening if you would have seen it before like maybe he saw like a couple like scenes of it he was like i feel like i have these speeches memorized like he's heard the speeches before well also it's a disney sports movie so it's gonna feel cliche it's going to but at the same time like if you don't foresee the kid getting into the car accident you probably have never seen it before oh no like that you would like i mean Come on. But I mean, like, if you if that's surprising to you, then you've definitely never seen it, is what I'm saying. Then you, you know? definitely
0: haven't seen any movie.
1: <laughs> Maybe that too, yeah.
0: I think a lot of the team building stuff is really cool here. I think Hayden Panettiere as is uh, Coach Yost's daughter is great here. I will say, because I am legally required to say, that Hayden Panettiere came into Best Buy when I was working at Best Buy and <laughs> laid down on the floor in the DVD section uh, when she came with Mark Sanchez, so that's my Hayden Panettiere story. I still like that when you Google her, because I was Googling to spell her name right, the first thing that comes up is when you type in Hayden P, it goes Hayden Planetarium and then Hayden Panettiere, and it's like, oh, right, okay, two very, (laughs) very different, wildly different Haydens there. What does she look like now? I'm going to take a peek. Has she been in... I mean, she was in Nashville. She was in Heroes about a decade ago. Oh, yeah. Looks like she was in Scream 4. She was in... Couple other movies they don't know. Well, there's know, two but, yeah. ways you
1: can go with this. It's like you're a child actor, and then you take like time off. You become an adult, and you go back, or like you're a child actor through it, and then you have a drug problem. The options usually like you know you're a child actor when you're small. You take a break. You become formative, and then they come back. You know, and they're either like a reporter or an actor. Like they they come back to the media somehow, or you like go through your formative years. We watch you grow up in different things, and then you're just like fucked, What it
0: looks like based on her IMDb is that she basically acted through 2010-2011 when Heroes ended, and then I think she made a transition to becoming a musician, and then did a bunch of music videos. Oh, actually no, because Nashville started in 2012. So it looks like maybe she's only been doing Nashville since then. She was in that video game Until Dawn, which was the sort of choose-your-own-adventure horror game. Where oh, she okay. basically played herself, like it was like a mocap body suited. Everybody looks like the actor that's playing them, so she's basically oh, cool. in that game. But yeah, I mean, she's she's really good in this. Like I was saying, her lines are all really memorable. Her and you know Denzel's daughter in this movie have a lot of oh, yeah. iconic interactions. I don't know that either of us think this movie is necessarily good, but it's it's so ingrained into our it. our formative years that it's hard to be sort of objective about it. So let's talk about Ryan Gosling specifically.
1: I do think it's really good, and I think it's just it's just wholesome. This is a movie where, like, if I had cousins, small cousins visiting, I would put this movie on, right? Because it's, like, it's non-offensive. It's just, like, the school idea, right? Like, we saw it in school because it's, like, it's non-offensive. It teaches a moral. The movie's fun. But let's talk about Ryan Gosling in the movie.
0: As a white boy linebacker who keeps getting burnt deep, he's Every terrible. Time. He's a terrible defensive player. Like, I he's, thought he was a quarterback, garbage. but he's a linebacker, I think, because they put Petey in a linebacker to replace him. But <laughs> yep. he's just, like, getting lined up, matched up against, like, the other teams, like, speedy, speedy receivers, and he keeps getting burnt deep. And I'm like, man, like, he doesn't do a single thing good on defense.
1: No, he has no good plays the entire movie. He is the worst football player on the team by far. And they keep going back to that that he has to play the shitty football player.
0: And the only really good football thing he does is that he takes himself out of the game in the championship game <laughs> and lets Petey go in, because he's just so bad.
1: Yeah, he just knows. His dad is not very happy with it the first time that Ryan Gosling gets replaced by Petey. Ryan Gosling, the gentleman boyfriend that he is, was totally fine. Like, he just knows that Petey's better than him and has like really no qualms with it. He has no racial qualms this movie. He's just like, yep, I was getting beat. He's better than I am. It was just like, that's fine by me. Much like in the uh, the slaughter rule, he just totally concedes of the fact that like, if I'm not good enough, it's okay. He's not going to like argue with the coach like, no, like, you know, um, the other kid's like, I deserve my spot, you know, or like, we, we need to keep this team white. Ryan Gosling's like, he's better. <laughs> okay. Yeah
0: he seems like he's when the movie starts he's one of the three or four kids who like sort of it feels Announces like he's it. part of the group that is against the integration but then he he he
1: announces it he's the like one of the first people we see in this movie he runs down and goes they're here or something along these
0: right but then like beyond that like beyond the initial whatever he doesn't seem and i think it's just the fact that like his character ultimately is not important to it all and i think that the conflict like you're saying there's the other character who has that exact same conflict like oh he doesn't deserve my spot i deserve to play so you can't do that twice like he just sort of seems like oh yeah it's fine he starts out like (laughs) Things are bad, and then they're like, all right, whatever. That's it. Like, that's sort of his character arc. It's just, he's like, yeah. I don't want these people on my team, and then,
1: "No, oh, it's fine. It's not even like he's, like, he's fine with it. Like, he just is just, like, totally apathetic about the whole situation. He's not like, no, I need my spot, but he's also not, like, racially integrating either. Like, the other kid who's like, you know, I'm just, like, a light-skinned brother. Like, he's just totally apathetic. So he's not like him either. That's what I'm saying. He just plays, like, a complete background character. Like, he's just totally bland in the background. Like, anything that could happen, he's gonna roll with it.
0: Basically, the only notable thing he does all movie, aside from getting burnt deep, is dances. He just dances all a lot, he's giggling a lot, he's laughing, he's just having a good time, you know, he's trying to prove, like, because they have that bonding moment, where Denzel is like, I want you to spend time with someone of a different skin color than you, and so he's meeting with this guy, and he's just like dancing again, sort of country western dancing. Like he's basically the same oh character in the slaughter rule, that right? Scene. Like he's a football yeah. player who likes country western music, and he's dancing, and then the guy's like, "Does the term cruel and unusual punishment mean anything to you?" Which is another <laughs> yeah. line I remembered. But he's just like there, just like you know, like doing this little like western jig, and just like, "Oh, you you know this song? You love this song?" And the guy's like, "No, I don't." What?
1: I think that that's a great scene that he that he's trying. To share himself and himself is still like cookie cutter white kid. How about this country song? And the dude's like, No, I don't fucking like this. I think he plays a great role in this movie, as small as it is, because we're like we're we're now getting to the point where it's gonna be really hard to do like best, least boyfriend material moments and stuff like that, as he's in stuff less and less. He's so charismatic in the background of this movie. Like when you're watching it to see him, the slight dances And like him just giggling in the background the whole time. I'm like, holy shit, you were probably having a blast on. He's either having a blast on set or he's. Even a better actor than we imagine.
0: Well, I feel like they know that he is a good-looking young kid, but they're gonna throw him in the front of every. Like when they dance out at the end, he's in the very front row. Like he's always just on screen. I feel like because he's on screen, they're like, you need to look like, like fit in with the scene. And I think if you're able to connect with, I'm sure like this was kind of like summer camp in a way that if you're filming this movie for six weeks and it's basically a couple adults, a couple kids who are here every once in a while, and then like 50 guys around like 15, 18, 20 years old. Like if you're able to meet friends, like have a good time there like this is gonna be like a blast
1: yeah it's gonna be like a frat party right like it's gonna be so much fun i think that and i think that at this point he's he's probably a good dancer right because like we know that he's a good dancer now he's in la la land he does all kinds of dancing he probably was a good dancer from the jump it's not like you know he just developed this so i'm sure that he's in the front of a lot of these scenes and doing stuff because he's a dancer, You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I think he's getting more screen time because they're like, okay, well, like, you know, we have all these kids that can act, whatever, but this one can dance, too, and there's going to be, a, like, the music is going to be a super important part of this movie. He gets a lot more screen time than the other background kind of guys do.
0: He also sings this movie. He doesn't he? Not only dances, but he also sings. He sings Ain't No Mountain High Enough, and yep. one of the top reviews on Letterboxd says, Ryan Gosling singing Ain't No Mountain High Enough is greater than the entirety of La La Land. So... You know, I agree. Always, always back in 2000, he knew that he was going to save Jazz one day, <laughs> once again cure racism.
1: I know that that sounds so terrible, and especially because we just watched The Believer, but I really like the idea that Desus and Marrow have put into the universe that Green Book cured racism and that we could just use that to describe movies now.
0: Well yeah, movies that do things poorly. No, it's just like No, it, you, it, it, that's what they're saying, like it's they're they're using that phrase because it's a movie that simplifies things to a point. Yes, where that's it can not possibly that like it's not uh, well a complex articulated. Problem. The conflict, a com- yeah, the conflict is not defined or articulated or actually shown how it's meant to be and there's no way that basically playing a couple football games together makes an entire town okay with uh, people of a different skin color, like exactly, that's it's what I'm such saying. Compressed yeah. skin, so like again, not done well, not done authentically, not done in a good way. Not that it's done <laughs> poorly, but it's just not in a realistic way. Not in a realistic way. Yes. They're saying it because like they're sh- they're shitting on the movie.
1: I like the idea that when a movie has a complex problem and then it just gets solved through a very simple solution, that that's like oh, we cured racism. You know what I mean? Like, all we needed to do was go through that that two-week camp in football, and, like, they come back singing together, like, singing gospel hits together. And you're just like, what the fuck happened? Like, like, the parents' reaction are probably the most realistic thing in this movie. Like, when they come back and they're like, what did they do to them up there? (laughs) Like... Like, how is this totally cool in two weeks? I don't yeah. understand. There's, like, one racist kid still on the team, and he gets cut by the captain, like, a week later. So it's like, what? You know, for our purposes, I wish that Ryan
0: Gosling played Sunshine. I feel like that's a role that same. maybe he wasn't ready for yet. Same. But I feel like in a couple of years, he definitely would have and could have played. because who he's, was Sunshine? It's the same kind of, like, pretty, pretty white boy, sort of hippie-ish, gets the haircut, comes in and wins the game, But he's got a much
1: meatier part, right? As I was noticing and saying to Zach yesterday, if you watch this movie, there's probably a good chance that Sunshine was Sunshine because that kid could throw fucking darts. Like, if you watch it, like, he's the actor. You know how many times we see a movie where, like, an actor, like, throws a football, and it's, like, lame duck, but then, like, it cuts away, and it's, like, Direct chest pass to the receiver. Mm -hmm. If you watch all the scenes where he's like throwing the football, this actor drops back and it's like the same shot and he's just throwing darts. Like, so I think that he was probably like, they found a kid that could throw well. Obviously, not the one where he like picks him off, you know, halfway across the field in the back. They found a kid that could throw pretty well who like fit the bill. They're like, you know, have you ever thrown a football before? He's like, yeah, and like, you know, hits a target and they're like, fuck, okay, cool, you're it.
0: So he's played by a guy named Kip. Hard Do, most known for this. He's also most known for The Rules of Attraction, Driven, and Thirteen. Not Drive. There's also another new Driven that's coming out, but it's not, again, related to Drive. He's still Mm -hmm. acting. He was in 23 episodes of a show called Runaways, which was a TV series that was the last two years. Um, He's in the Straight to DVD movie that came out this year. He's still acting every year, like, multiple things a year, so I think he's just, like, a working actor.
1: He probably could throw the ball. Um, This is just a wild guess. This is totally... I have no foundation to build this on. But he could throw the ball. And Ryan Gosling, being a nice Canadian boy, probably didn't know how to throw a football. Yeah, maybe. And so he just, like, kind of beat him out in that way. And they're just like, oh, you can be, like, a dancer in the background. Also, they cure homophobia, like, really quick in this movie, too.
0: I'm not sure if that's actually that or not. I think that was more of just like a, hey, you called me, you know, hippie queer or whatever he calls him, uh, fruitcake. Uh, let me just, like, give you a taste of your own medicine. I don't think Sunshine's actually gay.
1: I don't think so either, but I'm saying Sunshine, being the woke Californian that he is, cures homophobia by showing them that there's actually nothing to be afraid of. So once they cured racism, they just go straight to homophobia, get rid of that immediately afterwards. Two the then once. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So, like, so like we were watching the movie, I'm like, look, they cured racism, here we go. Homophobia is next. Cured it. And they're just going down the line of just like, you know, social problems in this one town. They just get rid of all of them. So Thank yeah. you,
0: Titans, for that.
1: <laughs> I will never forget the Titans. I'll remember My them. My
0: big revelation in this movie, and I know that you know it because that you've seen this movie more recently than I have, and you yeah. also know this other show more than I have, but like, baby Avon Barksdale was a pleasant yes, person here.
1: Avon's in it. The dude from, what's it called? The one with Zach Braff. Scrubs. But I mean, that's Scrubs. Donald Faison.
0: He's also in Clueless. That's... The yeah, more important.
1: but like the kid from Scrubs, there's like a lot of things that all these guys were in. But yes, Avon being Julius is really awesome. And this had to come out before The Wire, obviously, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I think probably like a year. I think, wasn't
1: The Wire like 2000,
0: oh, maybe 2002? So like it took a couple years. Not, not
1: wildly earlier, but before. Uh, he couldn't have been Avon and then go back and be Julius, is what I'm saying. Right. Like, you can't go down. Also, the other, they would become someone is, I think...
0: It's the the kid who gets in a car accident. His girlfriend, who sort of dumps him, right? She's like, yes. I can't do this. Uh, she's Kate Bosworth, who would go on to play uh, Lois Lane in the Superman movie from 2006. Cool. She's been in a bunch of things.
1: Yeah, she looks very familiar. Yeah,
0: she's in a. She's also in The Rules of Attraction. A couple of years after this, uh, she was in Homefront, which is a Jason Statham, James Franco movie that's not very good. But Winona's in that, so that Winona Forever will have covered that. By the time this episode comes out, she's been in a bunch of things. I don't know if I have any other notes about the movie, just because I didn't take notes on the movie because I no. know the movie. I took the notes on Gosling. Is there anything else about Gosling that you want to talk about before we, you know, watch the trailer, play some games, and then nominate this for some awards? And if you're listening to this, if you if you search for a Remember the Titans podcast, you're like oh, finally, people are talking about this movie in a podcast. My favorite movie. I'm sorry. Sometimes we do that like when there's more of a meanie role or with, if Gosling was if Gosling was, say the coach or Gosling was the quarterback like if, if Gosling was more of a central role to this we'd be talking about more of the movie but because he's just sort of kind of an afterthought we're not going to spend an hour talking about a movie that everybody has seen.
1: I do have a question for you. It's just a hypothetical question that I was thinking about yesterday. Do you think Coach Boone could have been played by anyone else besides Denzel and if so who?
0: Well, I mean I think Denzel is the fallback like if you just need you know, a a black actor, like he's just the best. No, I'm
1: saying, but he's just like, he has that like presence, you know what I mean? Like, I I can't imagine replacing Denzel with anybody else in this movie. But I
0: can't imagine replacing Denzel with anybody else in any movie.
1: That's, That's a very fair point. I'm just saying, like, I was trying to think, like, who else could play Denzel here to, like, deliver these speeches, right? Like, we have any given Sunday, you have Al Pacino playing the coach there, and he's delivering these speeches, and Al Pacino has kind of that force, too. He's, like, a stern, deep, complicated man, has been through some shit, and can, like, deliver that on screen. So, like, that's a great Al Pacino role. And I think that you could interchange Al Pacino and Denzel in that movie, but because, you know, this is, like a movie set in segregation and the whole racial issues of, you know, integrating the schools and stuff like that. I'm trying to imagine who we could replace Denzel with. I can't come up with anyone.
0: I mean, it needs to be a black actor, right? To Obviously. Fit that role. I looked on trivia. I did I did a control F on trivia and Gosling was not there. So I'd actually not, not read the trivia about this. So I don't know if they considered anybody else. But, you know, you, you have to think about Will Smith is like the biggest action star in the world. I wonder if they considered Will Smith for this. I don't know that he would have worked, but, but I feel like if you're looking to sort saying. of get butts in seats... But again, like I don't I don't think again, I don't think it's specific to this movie. I think it's specific to every Denzel movie. I think that he is always yeah. going to embody the role, whether or not he's the best choice. The way that he does a role, that he embodies a role, that he depicts a character he is just, going like, to be so it. specifically him that it's gonna be impossible to sort of imagine anybody else in that role.
1: The the thing like you just said, like Will Smith is a great choice that's somebody that, that would be a logical replacement, but like I don't think Will Smith can could have done a Denzel caliber of this movie. I don't you know? disagree with
0: you. I'm saying that nobody could be yeah. Denzel. Thing
1: in any I movie. I agree. Yeah, I was just I was trying to think of someone else in like
0: Samuel L. Jackson, <sighs> possibly like coach again. Carter. Still Coach Carter. Five years later, check out Magic Mike.
1: I think that even he would be like a little like he's too sincere. There would have to be another dimension of the movie where he cares even more about the kids in a soft, empathetic kind of way, where like Denzel plays hard ass coach so well you know what i mean like samuel jackson plays better to be like oh he's trying to like father them Denzel's not trying to father these kids. He's trying to, like, bring the best out of them. I don't know. It was just something I was thinking about when I was watching it this time.
0: I think there's a lot of actors you could cast if you want to take this in a more comedic role. Not that they actually would, but, you know, like a Martin Lawrence type or something like that. But I don't know that that necessarily works. Yeah, I think that just, again, I'm just going to keep saying the same thing over and over again. Denzel's performance in any movie is just so specifically him, and he so embodies and inhabits a role that it's impossible to really think about anybody else in a role, especially one that he's kind of known for. Like, he's been, he's great in every movie, but I feel like if you were naming, you know, five or ten Denzel movies... Like Training Day, no matter Remember what the you're, Titans. No matter who you are, you know, what age you are, what race you are, I feel like Remember the Titans is sort of in that class of a movie that everyone, every, everyone knows and everyone appreciates him in and everybody thinks about when they were thinking about Denzel Washington movies.
1: I wonder how we all got to the point where everybody has seen this movie.
0: I don't know if it's everyone. I think it's especially people our age. I think that it came out when we were 10, 11, 12. I think that's that's the thing. So I think, again, it's sort of kind of maybe worldview that – If you ask people who are, like, say, 10 years older than us or 10 years younger than us, I don't know that they've seen this movie. Because I feel like there's other versions of this movie that they had sort of seen either more recently or older. In our age range, it's exactly the four corners, the four quadrants. is the Disney movie, the sports movie that you can show in school, lesson movie. Exactly. Yeah. This movie's actually not in Denzel's top four known for on IMDb. It's Fences, The Book of Eli, Training Day, and Antoine Fisher. So maybe it's not. Like Maybe, again, that's sort of our...
1: Perception of it.
0: Yeah. Let's watch the trailer. So this was posted by Isaacovs 10 years ago. Whew, 10 years ago. Remember the Titans' official trailer has 1.6 million views. Like I said before, we all know about this movie. Don't need description. Isaacovs posted January 21st, 2009. All right. Three, two, one, play. Okay. This is actually a trailer, uh, unlike the other one that we tried to watch uh, recently where it was smiling. not a trailer.
1: Why are you smiling? That's a great scene. You think football is fun? It? No, it's not fun. No, it's Maybe? A little bit? No? Zero fun, sir.
0: All right, yes. <laughs> I was sort of surprised that there was no Fortunate <laughs> Son, that there was no CCR. Like, every other, like, sort of landmark 60s, 70s type song that sort of put you in the era. But you know, there was Gosling yes. turning away with his unbuttoned yeah, shirt and his, his tie skew During the fight,
1: d- during Gosling comes in and most <laughs> most softly announces yeah, that there's escape. a fight going on. He's like, "Bye," and then and then he runs back in the room and immediately gets pushed on the bed out of the fight. Like he plays the uh, the shrimp really well in this movie. What is i'm looking forward to
0: brian rodriguez so if you want to hear us if you wanted to hear us talk about this movie in a much more in-depth way i'm sure eventually at some point on high school summer party and the podcast on the network brian will cover this in great detail
1: um, we may or may not join him <laughs> maybe may or may not by force but <laughs> there, he is, there he is dancing Oh yeah, we got Gosling in the tra- dude. This hair is good too.
0: He's so skinny in this
1: movie. He does he does look very thin and he's never like a huge jacked actor. So like it's weird to see him this young. He just has a boy's body. He just
0: hasn't widened basically.
1: Yeah, he has a boy's body. Like he hasn't gotten his man shoulders yet. I
0: just gave your mama payback, right? the, the yo mama jokes are so tame in this movie that they're able to put them in the trailer you know what i mean like that's how yes. that's where we are in this movie
1: you know i no was i was watching this movie and i was like zach i think in this time and the context of the movie there's a lot of things that aren't being said because it's disney that you probably would have heard a lot of times in this situation
0: I also want to point out a note that this reminded me. The trailer reminded me that Gosling wears number forty-eight in this movie. He wore number nine in The Slaughter Rule. Forty-eight is my parents' is the the house number that I grew up in. So that was oh, that's cool. special significance to me. But again, when you see them all like dancing and everything before the game, he's always on the front line. So they, in case they go in for the close-up, you get that sort of the pretty boy white, like you know, the pretty boy face. Yeah. Close-up on the camera. Yeah. That's a pretty terrible font.
1: Yeah. The it's title font. Very early 2000s. Oh, if right? you did the
0: D Word, the Disney Word app, uh, just type in Titans and you'll find
1: what you're looking for.
0: Hey, guys, what's in your hands? I don't know if he has a lot in his hands. I don't think he ever touches a
1: football, does he? No, he doesn't have a football, but he had like, the record player... Oh, you know what? He has, he has, like, two, like, like, jellos or something at the in one of the lunch scenes. He, like, goes to another table and, like, mooches either, like, fruit cocktail cups or, like, jellos or something, and I noticed that, and also... Because you pointed it out, he has like a straw, like a stirrer in his mouth. So he has another mouth yeah. thing going on in that scene. And I was like, damn, Joey, once you pointed it out and I was watching for it, I was like, he always has something weird in his mouth, too. You
0: know what that means? We need to do, start boy from material, over from scratch and do, hey, guys, what's in your mouth? So just specifically watch every movie again, <laughs> I don't, do I an hour-long podcast ever... again about each one, and just talk about what's in his mouth.
1: <laughs> I don't think we should ever do de- Chicken on a segment. stick in his mouth? Cool. Any segment called What's in Your Mouth? Hey, guys,
0: what's in your mouth? What's in your (laughs) your mouth, guys? Notably, he's got nothing in his hands when he tries to make a tackle on a guy.
1: (laughs) True. He should have tighter shoelaces in his hands so that he can not get his shoes, feet smoked off by everybody else that he's playing against.
0: I don't think I have anything else. If you have anything else, go for it.
1: I'm trying to think think no not really he's like dancing I, I guess the record player like I said I think when he sets up the song right because doesn't he like turn around from the record player so like the needle of the record player Mhm. but yeah he's in this kind of minimally I, I noticed the lunchroom one and I think that's the only thing that I really caught him with like actual stuff in his hands
0: as you would probably imagine there are a couple different Google Game Autocomplete, so if I type in Remember the Titans Ryan Gosling, there are one, two, there's like three, basically three different ones, there's some variations within them, but like three different ones that you can guess. One of which I'm going to say is the one you should be guessing first every time we do it now. Age. Yes. One other one is very obvious, and the one I don't think you will ever guess, but I'll give you a couple, uh, I'll give you a couple chances. It's something we've for sure talked, like, I don't know we've ever talked about it on, okay, so before I get to the hints there, what's a very obvious one in regards to this movie? Dance? Yep. Dancing and dancing scene are there. Jiff. No. Oh well, that okay. is one, but I wasn't gonna count that. Okay. There's another autocomplete. The only one you're looking for is something that we've talked about, but not on the podcast. But okay. specifically with relation to the type of movie this is. This is this is such a vague clue, and I don't know if this is helpful, but I don't want to give specifically. Rating? No. It's specifically for this movie. A broader sort of comparison, or broader, sort of a reason why people would be searching
1: for him, maybe? Workout?
0: Nope. It's it's more specific than that. And again, to this movie. To the type of movie that this is. Ethnicity. No. Broader than that. More specific in terms of the guess, but broader in Canadian? terms of how it relates to this movie.
1: Canadian? No. I don't know.
0: Jared Goff. Oh. See, oh like, it's God. specific to this movie.
1: Yeah, and I always think Goff looks like him. Right, that's, why, that's why people are searching.
0: We've talked about that. Yes. Yeah. There's also the coach of the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, now also looks like him too. For anybody who's listening and doesn't know, Jared Goff is the quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams, and he looks and like he looks Ryan Gosling.
1: I think he looks a lot like Ryan Gosling.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not alone there. Everybody thinks that. So, so people are searching, I guess, to see if he looks more like him. But I think he just he
1: looks like Ryan Gosling in this. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't He looks like a young Ryan Gosling in this. I think that they've eventually kind of overlapped. They're much closer and different. Maybe like a little bit older Gosling than this, but a little bit younger than he is now. Jared Goff where he is now. Like you'd have to like age match them essentially.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fire ass titles. If we are condensing this, if we're renaming this to be basically the high school musical title of this movie, the most oh, basic, God. most core to its essence, what this is, I'll kick it off with Green Book.
1: I was gonna go the playbook. Like mm. a play on Green Book, the playbook cures racism.
0: Ain't no mountain high.
1: Ooh, let me think. Uh
0: the gridiron.
1: The strong side. Agile,
0: mobile, hostile.
1: Yes. Oh, I, I, just because I didn't mention this yet, but I want to say it. The part where, where Pete is getting interviewed, the racist kid is like, well, something about your daddy and like, do you have a daddy? And he's like, I have a father. His name is Eric. That line was just so beautiful. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was, it's definitely not supposed to be as funny as it was. But to me, he just like, it's just like such a answer. He just, he's like, I have a father. His name is Eric. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to go with, You know, you mentioned this movie earlier, but I'm just going to say Coach Boone. Coach Boone. I want to do, like, two sides. The sidelines. Shades of Grey-ish, maybe? Shades of Grey? Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades of Grey. The Bus.
0: Camp? I don't know if I have any more.
1: No, the playbook was my pride and joy.
0: All right, let's talk about the most and least... We did not guess last time, because we've both seen this movie so many times... Most and least boyfriend material moments in this movie, the most, I will say, is in the locker room after Sunshine kisses the guy, and the locker room is sort of stunned suddenly, like, oh, do we have a fruitcake on our team, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and then he just starts sing- singing and dancing, and just like, hey guys, like let's lighten it up, like, we're, we're good, we're cool, right? And so I feel like that's a very, like, hey, things are bad right now, but we're going to get through this together, and I'm going to lead the way.
1: That's, that's a great one, I agree. Ryan Gosling definitely cures... Homophobia with that one. Mm-hmm. My choice for most boyfriend material moment is when he does decide to take himself out of the game and put PD in. You know, he reaffirms mm-hmm. that racism's gone. He knows the PD's better. It's just, like, all-around good guy move. What about and the least, coach lets him do it.
0: What about Least Boy for Material? I mean, it might be just very early, like, they're here.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I had for Least Boy for Material moment. It's, like, when he announces that, like, the, you know, they showed up. They're here.
0: In a movie that's filled with people that, again, it, it's Disney-fied, and it's not exactly what it was like, but in a movie that could be filled with people who are openly hateful toward the people around him, especially considering the next movie, he's going to become a, ne- a Jewish neo-Nazi. Like, he could very easily have pivoted toward being a like, despisable, hateable character. Yep. He doesn't. Yep. He's a pretty good guy, all things
1: considered. He seems like he's just like a normal kid who doesn't really care about this too much, and is just totally friendly and fun.
0: All right. So, next thing we're doing, this is a very special one. So, the next episode that we're going to do is going to cover the 50 episodes of of Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Young Hercules slash Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. There was, so for for a little bit of background, there was a, I think there was like a a, a made-for-TV movie or a pilot or something where he was not in. And the the TV show or the, the, the network or whatever liked it enough to pick it up, and then they recast him as Young Hercules. This is going to be, in theory, a very meaty role for him considering how young yeah, he is.
1: If he's young Hercules then it's it the show has to kind of be about him, right? So
0: I think there was so there was a TV show called Hercules the Legendary Journeys which starred Kevin Sorbo as Hercules. It was 111 episodes that ran from 95 to 99, okay? As a spin-off of that, was Young Hercules, which aired from 98 to 99, It okay. 50 episodes. Gosling plays a Young Hercules, so maybe we can... So it's like
1: Young Sheldon or whatever. Yes,
0: I think so. So I think that there was one episode called The Academy, which I'm guessing had a flashback, but he plays a character named Xylus. Maybe, he, or maybe, I don't think he plays actual Young Hercules. I think he just plays another character, and then they put him in... Young Hercules. I don't know.
1: Oh, that's very interesting. So he was in the other show, too.
0: For one episode, as a different character.
1: Okay, so they did, like, the SVU kind of method, but then they added him.
0: So we're going to watch, unless it's terrible, we're going to watch all 50 episodes and then talk about it over one episode. So just sort of, like, high-level, broad, whatever. A show called Young Hercules, 50 episodes... Ryan Gosling as young Hercules. What are the most most and least boyfriend material moments?
1: The most boyfriend material moment is going to be, it's going to be, it's obviously about Greek mythology, Mm -hmm. right? The most boyfriend material moment is going to be, I don't know the timeline of mythology, but he's going to go to the point where Oedipus is about to have sex with his mom and be like, wait, you shouldn't do that, bro.
0: I know exactly where
1: the least moment is going to go, but go ahead. And the least moment is then he's going to have sex with that mm-hmm. his mom. Yep. And that's going to be the lo- most least <laughs> boyfriend material moment of young. I knew that was coming. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he just he just holding him off for for himself. I'm going to say the most
0: boyfriend material moment is that he's going to be herculesing through the woods, through the through the fields, whatever. He's going to be sort of on his <laughs> Robin way. Hood, Yeah. And he hears a sound. There is basically an avalanche of like, you know, like a a free fall, like a mudslide, a bunch of rocks are about to tumble off a mountain and he sees, and there's a pretty young girl over there. And so he runs over and he kind of Hercules Superman, like saves this huge boulder that's about to crush this girl. Okay. And he saves it. He saves her from it. And so she's like, Oh my God, you're my hero. I love you so much. That was, you saved my life. They begin a relationship because she feels indebted to him. And she's like, I, I owe you my life, like, whatever you want, I'm yours. Yeah. And then what he what she doesn't realize is that because he is this bastion of goodness, I'm assuming, I don't really actually know much about Hercules, but because he's this bastion of goodness, every time he sees a young damsel in distress, he has to save her. And so their relationship becomes strained, and he ends things because he's like, I can't be tied, like, I, he has, like I, a harem I, now. I care for you, but now I have to, I can't just be with you, I had to save everyone. And so it, it sort of throws a strain in their relationship just because he's, you know, such a good guy, such a, such a hero.
1: I don't I don't know what's really going to happen in this young Hercules show, because it can go a bunch of different ways, huh?
0: Well, we got 50. I mean, there, there could be 50 most and least boyfriend-child moments. You know what I mean? Like, every episode could have a yeah. thing he does that's most and least. So, I don't know.
1: We're going into this really blind. So, like, we don't even know if it's, like, 10-part story arcs. Yep, or if it's, in every episode, there's a new guy he has to fight. Like, this could be Power Rangers with a Hercules. Like, it, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested.
0: Well, it's 50... 20 minute episodes there's like 16 hours of stuff to watch it's not terrible in the year of our lord 2019 i don't see myself watching 16 hours of young hercules especially considering the episode after this we're doing 44 episodes of a 20 minute series called breaker high which sounds so amazing so basically though. over the next two episodes which as we're recording this is probably going to take us about a month just to get through 94 episodes of basically children's television sounds like a lot to get through. But it does. Before we get there, Joe, we have to play the Letterbox game, which I skipped over before. Okay. So Mad Max Fury Road has been seen by three hundred and eighty nine thousand people. It is the most popular movie on Letterboxd. Yeah. Remember the Titans from two thousand, directed by Boaz Yaquin, starring Denzel Washington, Will Patton, Ryan Hurst, Wood oh, Harris, yeah. Hayden Penateer, and Ryan Gosling has been seen by how many people?
1: Okay, I'm going to take a guess. I'm factoring in the cast. This is a Disney movie that probably plays really well overseas. Most people on Letterboxd are probably going to be around our age range too. I'm going to say 85,000.
0: Way lower. I think the average age on Letterboxd... I think all that is correct. I think the average age on Letterboxd is skews way younger than us. I think oh, it's really? All, the most popular accounts all seem to be like high school accounts. I would guess the average age... Or the most popular age is way closer to 20 than 30, like, by a lot.
1: Uh, okay.
0: 85, way too high.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that, like, most people that are rating movies on a website like this are gonna be younger, because, like, all the kids are on TikTok or something. Okay, so, 32,000?
0: Higher, somewhere in between. Um,
1: uh, 48. We're very
0: close, you are, it's 47,039. Okay. So, again, yeah. this is our biggest number in a while.
1: Yeah, and I overestimated what the age range, but, like the cast i thought that more international people would like this movie because it's like it's simple right
0: international audiences like I, i'm actually going to check the box office but international audiences generally like talky movies like this i don't think play well overseas because it's too dialogue and it's football driven. and it's football and driven. it's football which nobody cares about
1: but i was just thinking like it's so high school and simple though that yeah so you're here, right maybe it's so more action so the movies. budget was
0: 30 million okay so okay. it's a sizable budget it made worldwide in total 136 Okay. 115 of that was from America. Only 20 million overseas. Uh, okay. Basically, when when it's propped up worldwide, I also don't know how much. I mean, there's there's a decent amount of international people on Letterboxd, but it's definitely not the core audience. It's always going to be action movies, things you can understand without action words. Movies. Yeah. And there's true. no way that you could understand what this movie is about. You would just think it's about football. Like you would like it, if you're watching this without dialogue, you would know that there's tension, but you might just oh, that's a football camp. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that you would necessarily. Yeah glean the racism from You're just right. what's on screen.
1: I imagine like the Chinese title of this movie is like the football racism or something. You know what I mean? Like it's it's probably not remember the Titans like we would see it.
0: Out of those 47,000 people how many have it in their top four? And right now as you do this I'm trying to find uh, a, a good top four. Oh we can do this one. That's good. Perfect. Thank you. Mike I'm going to
1: say uh, it's an old movie. I think people love it but I don't know top four love it. I'm going to say like 22. Way higher. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. 73. Way higher. 150. Higher. 200. 209 people have this in the
0: top four. Average rating of 3.5.
1: People love this movie. Yeah, I I love this movie too. I just didn't think people would like top four love it. That's great.
0: So we're going to go to Mike Hagan. At Mike underscore Hagen, he's from Milwaukee. Since high school football was a huge part of my life, this movie will always have a special place in my heart. Every time I watch Remember the Titans, I can fill with old memories of my experience playing football and of my teammates. Even though my high school football experience was different from theirs, this movie captures what it was like to be on a team and work together to achieve something great. Five stars. So Mike Hagan, who is still using Letterboxd, doesn't watch a ton of movies, gives most movies five stars.
1: That's good. I like that. He's just a happy guy.
0: Top four favorite films. Number four, Remember the Titans. So let's see here. I'm going to see if we can get... I, I think you'll be able to get two of these on the first guess. Well... So, specifically tied to this podcast, and considering what else we've talked about... So, keeping in mind, no one has seen The Slaughter Rule, and The Slaughter Rule was in nobody's top four. So, yeah. it's not a guess. Considering what we've talked about in this episode, as it relates to Gosling in this movie, what's another one of his top four? Uh,
1: maybe La La Land?
0: Mm-hmm. His number one favorite movie of all time is La La Land. Okay. So, La La Land's number one, Remember the number four. So, number three, think about the genre of this movie... What okay. is the most popular uh, what, what's the most popular movie in the genre of all time?
1: The genre of football movie or high school movie? I'm going to go any given Sunday maybe if he likes football that much?
0: No, it's not football.
1: I don't know what the genre is. Like what genre broader? It, broader. Like just Disney in general? No, not that. The, you said broader broader. Mhm. Um, broader than football. Race issues?
0: Tied to football.
1: Broader than football, but tied to football. The one with Sandy? The Blind Side.
0: No, broad, it's not a football movie. Broader than football. Huh. The genre is broader than football.
1: Oh, okay. The genre is broader than football. I don't know. I don't want to
0: just say it. Like, I feel like there's a very obvious... Like, What's broader... What does football fall under? Sports? Yes. What's the most famous sports movie of all time? Forrest Gump. I wouldn't consider that a sports movie. There's I don't sports know. in the it. What's
1: f- the most famous sports movie of all time? Miracle?
0: No. Way more famous than that. Way more famous.
1: What's the most famous sports movie of all time? Rocky. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. But
0: not even, there's not even a doubt. Like, that's that's number one with the bullet.
1: No, I agree. But, like, leading me with sports, I was thinking team sports. You know what I mean? Because you're coming from this. Hey, man, that's your Boxing own. That's, what, that's what you're
0: ascribing to it. I know. Number I know. two is another movie you might be able to guess. I don't know how to give this without really giving it away. It's one of the most popular movies of all time. Oh, here's here's a hint. Uh, it's Mrs. West's favorite movie.
1: Back to the Future?
0: Yep. La La Land, Back to the Future, Rocky and Remember the Titans. So it's thank you. a pretty you, Mike good Hagen.
1: lineup. He's, a, he's, yeah. he's like a good American boy. I like this.
0: Most recently watched a movie called Secret Obsession, which looks like from the cover, a lifetime movie. About it. Or a Hallmark movie. Gave it half star.
1: Oh. We can convert them, hopefully.
0: So next week... Oh, actually, we have to do the the, the, the awards. Best Film workshop, Worst Film, I think it's sort of exempt from that. I don't think it's either of those. I think as a movie, it's kind of bland and generic, but we love it so much. And it's I don't nostalgic. Want to, yes.
1: It's, that's what... Like, I have a nostalgia love for it. I don't think that it is a great movie. I think it's a very good movie, and I think that it'll stand up against time, but I don't think that it's like, oh, this should have won Academy Awards. You know what I mean? Like...
0: Yep. Uh, actually, I wonder, if would, I wonder if it did win any awards. Let's see here. Remember the Titans. It was nominated for a bunch of, like, smaller award things, but not no Golden Globes, no... Oh, there's Teen Choice Awards. Teen Choice Award Film, Choice Drama Action Adventure. It was nominated, basically, for Best Film, but it lost to Pearl Harbor. Of course, that classic kids movie, Pearl Harbor.
1: Yeah, I don't know who the fuck was voting for that.
0: Best or worst role, no. Most released least boyfriend material caliber role, I'm going to say no. Most fun film, I will say yes.
1: Fair. Yeah, I think it's the most fun film.
0: Similarly to Renegade Pride, I think we've been nominated for best song. Oh, yeah. What was it called? We Are the Titans? Or Mighty Mighty Titans? What do you think we should call it? Uh, th- or just remember th- the, the Titans theme song.
1: Titan, what is it like, uh walkout song or something. I'm actually going to look on IMDb
0: and see if it's on the soundtrack and see if it's... What it's called in there, yeah. I think on YouTube it just says, We Are the Titans. Okay. So that's the most popular one. So we'll say, We Are the Titans.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Best soundtrack score, though, no. Cinematography, no. Costumes, no. Best or worst hair, again, kind of...
1: It's in between, to be honest.
0: Best or worst love story, there is none to be, none to be said. Then scream, cry, punch in the face, instrument, kill job, dance, uh, all those no dancing scenes. I think, yes.
1: no, I got I got, what? I want to, I want to nominate the fight. As a scream? Yeah, it's a yell but I just love it so much. <laughs> he delivers it so apprehensively. <laughs> I guess it's not a scream. I mean, we, you could split her. Well, I put it on there,
0: though. but we're going to have to cut that down because we have like 10 or 11 screams on there. So we're going to cut that okay, down to probably about fine. five. But just, that's yeah, on there for put it for there now. to remember it. We're going to remember the Remember the Titans. Best dancing scene, I'm going to say, uh, it's got to be country-western dancing with his roommate. So we had it with Cleo Duvall in the slaughter rule. Yeah. But now uh, in front of his roommate. Best death, he does not die. Best non-God's rule, male or female, we'll just say Denzel Washington. For sure. It's Coach Boone. Yeah. So that's two football movies in a row where the... Coach got a nomination.
1: I agree. Yeah, I'm fine with it though. So
0: five nominees for now: most fun film. Oh no, four best song, best scream, best non-gods role, male.
1: Oh, do you want to dump nominate Hayden Panettiere as best non-gods role, female? Sure. We're I know have that, that, that a lot. is a little heavy, but we're going yeah. to make
0: some really tough calls there.
1: Pencil her in just in case.
0: So we got next week for young Hercules. Very exciting. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm nervous for this much. Like, when we did Summerland for Zack Attack, it was about this much content. But I feel like he was going to be always like the sixth or seventh banana. Like, he, he never really had... Sto- like he might have had like two or three storylines over two seasons. Yeah, he's to him. Dad. This, everything is Gosling. It's and true. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to take... I, I, just, I think I'm just gonna, not going to take notes. Because if fine. I take notes on this... It's going to be a five-hour podcast, and they don't want to do that. That's fair. Next week, Young Hercules, then Breaker High. So we are counting down seven more episodes of Ryan Gosling, seven more episodes of Boyfriend Material. We're getting there.
1: We're getting there.
0: But for all 25 episodes of the show so far, plus our Fast and the Furious podcast every other Tuesday, or every Tuesday, Too Fast, Too Forever, plus our Zach Everon podcast and Channing Tatum podcast, you go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, or at... Cage Club Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, boyfriendmaterial at cageclub.me. Like we said, if you write in, we will read it on air for the awards show, a nice wrap up to the series. And come back next week for Young Hercules. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next week for Young Hercules right here on Boyfriend Material. Everywhere we go,
1: everywhere we go, people want to know, people want to know.